Welcome to the Wolverine Digest Podcast, the best spot for objective and authentic coverage of Michigan athletics. If you want open dialogue, honest opinions, and in-depth coverage of the maize and blue, this is the podcast for you. And now, here's your host, Brandon Brown, joined as always by Chris Brandler. I just want to start by saying go blue. Listen, listen here, but before... Before anything happens, before anything happens, I just want to make abundantly clear that I, like most of you, I am in the dark as to uh, what is going to be revealed on Brandon's camera. So I just, I want to make that abundantly clear. Well, you know, we're, we're doing a show uh, on a Wednesday. It's, it's November 1st, like a, a, a day late. If you catch my drift, a day late, Chris has already put together a couple of the pieces. Some of you out there know my background a little bit. And uh, I just really, um, I'm going to down the music a little bit. I, I want to, you know, want to come clean about something. And uh, I wanted to, to preface it a little bit. Is this about the STD? No, 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 Disregard, disregard stricken from the, uh, the record. Probably. Um, I didn't want to just be on camera. Um, wanted to preface it a little bit. Apologize. Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah. Guys, I did it. There it is. I, I did it. I mean, it's pretty close. It's almost a spitting image. Now, you know... Uh, the jawline isn't quite as strong as what maybe, I saw on the screenshots, but maybe earlier this year. Okay. Oh, yeah. that's right. It was back in September, you know. Um whew. you know, I uh breaking news here. I used to, you know, I used to cover recruiting. Um we're always looking for an edge. You know, God that's damn it. It's all it, it it all makes sense now. Yeah. Um you know, I don't know, man. I just so, thought hold on. So I have so many questions. I have so many questions since you're here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, the first question. Wait, 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 is... what? What's, what's that? <laughs> Go ahead. First, first question uh, out of the gate is how exactly how did you get onto the sideline? Who issued you this sideline pass to be among, you know, the coaching staff down there at Central Michigan? Uh, so if you, it, so it's, it's, uh, it's central Michigan. They don't give a shit. Um, okay. well, it wasn't East up. Lansing. Wasn't East Lansing. Same difference. Same okay. difference. Uh, <laughs> um, no, you know, um, talk to a couple people, you know, I mean, Chris, you and I have, have applied for a lot of credentials. I, it feels hmm. like sometimes you could put anything and and it would get approved. And sometimes, so least, sometimes that's done. We see some stuff. Yeah. In the press box. I'm like, why is that person up here? Yeah. You know, I don't know. So uh just applied. I don't have to I don't have to tell you what I put. I don't have to tell sure. you what I wrote. Um was, Jim McElwain aware. I was gonna say, was he aware of your presence? Was it approved by him? Um let me check. Is he manager. in cahoots? He's got history with Michigan. There's obviously some staff crossover. There's some former Wolverine staff currently at Central, some Central staff that are now in Ann Arbor. Did you did you have to utilize those connections to get on the sideline? Just checking the manifesto. Give me a minute. Um, 
No, no, I didn't have to it's for pages. the a lot of pages they have to go through. Yeah, just 591 currently. It keeps saying 600 out there. I mean, I'm not in monster. It's 591 as of today. Um, yeah, no, uh, Jim McElwain was not aware. <laughs> Listen, part of that deal last. So, okay, I am a CMU grad. That's why I, ha- I didn't go out and do this like a maniac. Like I have, I, I have a few Central Michigan apparel's in my yeah. uh, in my closet. And uh, so I and I did. I actually watched the, a part of the game last night. Just it was Tuesday night. You know, Maxion's on. I'm like, all right, cool. Snowing, kind of a cool game. Central mm-hmm. Northern Illinois. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize until this morning that they asked Jim McElwain about this, and he referred to the guy as sign stealer guy. Sign stealer guy. And I'm like, dude, how bad of a look is that for McElwain and his program? I mean, if it's if it's Connor Stallions or not, I it sure as hell looks like him. I will yeah. say that. Some but other the, stuff seems weird about it. But can like I say that the the people that have tried to use, listen, I went into the team photo and I looked at everybody that's on staff there, and I've seen people trying to suggest, oh, it's this guy. I've even seen somebody try to suggest it's a black guy on the roster. I'm like, <laughs> this is this is going too far. Yeah. Like to me. And I don't want it to be true. I don't want right. it to be the case. But to me, it looks an awful lot like Connor Stallions wearing sunglasses and, and quite possibly a wig, which takes the level of espionage to a whole nother level as far as I'm concerned. Anytime yeah. you bring wigs into the, the equation, uh, you're taking things to another level. Yeah, and the fact that in the fact that McElwain at his pref- press conference couldn't just be like, oh, that's Tony. He's right over there. Like, yeah, dude, that, th- this wasn't eight years ago. This was earlier this season. If you've seen the photos and you know what's being talked about on every outlet everywhere, and you can't just be like, "No, that's that's our graduate assistant, so and so," or "That's our assistant strength coach," or "That's our defensive," an-. he had no answer. He's like, "Yeah, we're we're looking into it because it's kind of crazy." So I, here's, Chris, I, <laughs> I I didn't real I saw on Instagram today the Stallions movie poster. Had no idea that it was you that made that. Oh yeah, the, the Netflix special. I want to film it. Oh, I want to this guy. I am. I, love it. I am. Uh, I'm just so intrigued. Like like everybody else, I'm so intrigued by, you know, the, the whole uh, mystery surrounding this thing. And I and I do want to talk about the stout or the um, Jim McElwain's press conference because mm. I thought that that was that was very telling for a number of reasons. Number one. A head coach at any level never wants to step to the podium in front of the press and say, I don't know what's going on. I don't know who that is. That's not a good look for Jim McElwain. Number Mm. two, the fact that he saw the pictures and couldn't identify pretty clearly who that was. Now, granted, if it's a guest, I'm I'm using my experience as somebody who works down on the sidelines pretty much every single weekend at these games. I can tell you, you're issued a press, press pass. They're very specific as to where you can't go based on what that press pass says. And somebody like me, if I were to stumble on the Michigan sideline, it wouldn't take very long for somebody to have their hands around my neck dragging me out of there. Yeah. Now, is it possible that that this person was a guest of somebody and McElwain was unaware? Possibly. But you can also see photos of this individual clearly within hanging around shoulder to shoulder right in the vicinity of other people on the coaching staff. I just find it very hard to believe that given where he was, nobody looked at that guy and was like, who the fuck is that? Does anybody know who this guy is or how he got here? It just seems strange to me 
I can understand how McElwain might not know who it is because I don't believe he was standing up there lying. I think he truly was like, I don't know who the hell that guy is. I don't know how he got there. But yeah. somebody affiliated with Central Michigan knows who that person is, knows how he got there. And I think that's going to be a really interesting aspect of the story. And apparently I didn't really I haven't really seen like a a super clear image of it, but somebody was saying that his shoes were like Nikes with just tape on them to to cover up the Nike sign. I'm like Could, couldn't have gone out and bought some Adidas. Right. Like, some, didn't have a pair of shell toes in the closet I mean, somewhere. Commit commit to the bit here. Come on. We've already got an extensive budget for this. You can't just go out and, and get yourself some Adidas. It's, I feel like if you're going wig, you could pull off some Adi some three stripe shoes. It's not just wig, but presumably uh camcorder ray bands uh, to, to like. film the sideline. I mean, maybe that was where the budgetary cut needed to come in it was like it's either glasses or new <laughs> shoes i need the like think about it if you're connor stallions and you're trying to get glasses. some intel down on the sideline you sure as hell can't be down there with your cell phone filming the whole time so of course you've got to wear glasses at night that are loaded with a camera inside of them that's it all makes it's all so absolutely positively ridiculous and it all makes perfect sense based on everything we've heard and seen from this story over the last two weeks. The whole thing yeah. is completely ridiculous. The whole thing start to finish is completely unbelievable. And to cap it all off that Connor Stallions on September 1st would be down on the Central Michigan sideline in a wig and a costume with, with a camcorder in his glasses filming the Michigan State sideline, it's just all so crazy that it seems like it has to be true. That's why I... That's why I went full stallions regalia. I ha I had to. It's like yeah. I'm I'm now I now realize I'm making a mockery of the situation, and I I can't help it. It's so ridiculous. The 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 we still can't quite call them facts, which is a little bit strange. The way this thing is spiraling out of control, and how yeah. people are talk, how many people are talking about it, and how often, and the things people are. I mean, we talked a little bit about it on Monday. People are saying the death penalty and. Michigan should be this and but Jim Harbaugh should never coach again and like it's crazy what's being talked about given the fact that nothing at this point has even really technically been proven in terms of being illegal um th this newest thing with him being on the sidelines is crazy because there I, seems to be I, I, a lot of ways you could prove it or disprove it they're debating the shape of his ear I know how long the facial hair was at the game versus what it looked like the next day you know, I've seen somebody do an overlay of the two oh, faces that was wild. And, and try to match them up. Like, this has gone to a level that, like, if somebody, and, and I saw somebody put this out on social media, but if somebody had, prior to the season, taken a time machine, went into the future, and then brought back a screenshot of Connor Stallions on the sideline, UM staffer, in, a, in an apparent disguise, <laughs> like, you would be like, what the fuck is going I on? Know. What, what happens this year? And... There's just no way to explain it to where any of it seems normal. And I, and I put um I put an article out recently uh just just this evening about you know kind of my thoughts and feelings on it that that overall the the story does seem just the the stuff of movies, you know, the stuff that you read in uh I don't know, in tabloids and in 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 craziness and but you're right. What you said earlier is right. Everything that we're talking about at this point, we don't really know or have 
many facts at all. I think what we can say right now, what's factual, is that Connor Stallions, we know he was purchasing tickets to opposing games, right? That's a pretty safe bet at this point. And we know that whatever he was doing was at the very least pushing the boundaries of what's acceptable um, under the NCAA regulations as far as in-person or advanced scouting is concerned. Beyond that, we don't really know people in the public, media figures, we don't really know anything factual surrounding this case because we haven't seen the evidence yet. But what I just find so incredible is that you have folks, local media, national media. Today I saw it with Stephen A. Smith and with Paul Feinbaum, yeah. which is not a huge surprise from him. You see these guys that are saying, the NCAA needs to step in now. The Big Ten needs to step in now. They need to shut down the season. They need to prevent Michigan from playing for a Big Ten championship. They need to make sure that Michigan is not part of the college football playoff. And I come away with that wondering, how is it that somebody can can take such a hard stance on something without with, with an investigation that's not even complete at this point? without working with anything that's really factual other than what you've read online and in various reports. And on the last time we went live, I went through a litany of reports that were proven to not be true, that were false, or that were yeah. based on speculation. So the idea that the NCAA or the Big Ten Conference would hand out a punishment without having a full picture and scope of what occurred and who's responsible and who was involved to me is ridiculous. And for national media members, prominent members in the media to be advocating for a punishment without evidence just highlights how irresponsible the coverage surrounding this entire thing has been. Yeah. I mean, we, we, you know, you had a very detailed bullet point list on Monday that kind of, you know, the names and the, and the outlets involved where they would say something as, as gospel in fact, only to have it refuted within 10 or 15 minutes later or within the same day was, was, was there's like eight or 10 things on there. It was crazy. And now, now you've got this. Okay. And I, I don't know if I want to put us both on the spot like this, but Chris, do you think that's Connor stallions on the CMU sidelines? 100%. I think it is too. I think it is too. 100%. And I listen, and I got a little flack for it uh, earlier when I had mentioned this, I have, it's not, let me say this. My confidence is not just based on the photos that came no, out. No, there's other things. Yeah, that's what I was going to get into. Yeah. There's other things that strongly point to Connor Stallions being, being the person that's in that photograph. And I'll just leave it at that. And those things, you know, again, there's an investigation going on. If true, will eventually come out. I don't want to be the guy to speculate or do what I'm accusing the rest of the national media doing, which is saying, well, here's what I heard and here's what I think. And here's who it came. Like, I'm not going to do that. What I'm saying is if you're asking me, if I think that's Connor stallions, yes. And is it just based on the photos alone? No. I think, uh, when I first saw the photos, I was like, ah, I don't know, man, there could be a lot of people that look like that. I will let the, but, the, but then for McIlwain to, to not just be like, no, that's yeah, that's our, that's our guy, you know, Tim, Don, or the guy Don, that it Tim, is, whatever. Whoever it is had to have seen that shit. Like, right. It'd be like, no, that's that's me. I'm supposed it's to be me. there. I'm the guy, just so you know, so we can end this fucking crazy. It's me. I'm the one who's, you know, and that guy hasn't come forward. Yes. And McElwain didn't know who it is. Yes. And 
there's there's pretty strong evidence that Connor Stallions was in the area. So, you know, do with that what you want, you know. But again, like if that is him in the photo, he's wearing a wig. He was bald before that game and he was bald after that game and he didn't grow a head full of hair. So he's wearing a wig and people are like, well, you know, his ear shape is different. Yeah. When you have video smushed down yeah. and, and a wig pushing down on your ears, the, the shape's going to look a little bit different. And so the fact that people are so willing to dismiss it to me is a little bit crazy. And See, as somebody is- who hopes it's not true and doesn't want to believe it, it certainly feels like, uh, like that's where it's headed. Rainbows. The problem with that is all McElwain has to do with last night is say, no, that this, this picture is crazy. That's, that's achy son. How really? easy would that be? It'd be the and simplest thing in the world. Out. He would have come out and already said it. Instead. He said, well, we're aware of the photo of the sign stealer guy. We, I don't know anything about it. We're, we're investing, trying out. to get to the bottom of it. It's not right. It's not acceptable. There was yeah. nothing about what McElwain said that led him to believe that it was anybody on his staff or affiliated with his staff or that was welcome there on the sideline. He seemed to insinuate without saying it directly, yeah, it was him. I don't know how he got there, but it ain't right, and we're going to get to the bottom of it. And Central Michigan is not going to open an investigation into this if it is that simple. Like, oh, it's the D.C.'s son. Like, boom, case closed. Yeah. Oh. That's that's not what's happening. Yeah. Um, and if it is, let's just say on the other side, if it is Connor Stallions, you know, uh, video video goggles, wig and hat. Did, somebody asked me this earlier. Does it does that actually help or hurt Michigan in this instance? And in a way, <laughs> I, I feel like it 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 helps Jim Harbaugh in in this way. I don't see any scenario in the world that Jim Harbaugh would ever okay anything like that happening. No, no. But I also know how hard it is, regardless of what game it is, to be able to get on the sideline and stand with the team and stand. I mean, this game was on Fox Sports 1. It wasn't like it was, you know, two relatively unknown teams playing somewhere in America that wasn't televised. Like, there's people around. This this was a big deal. It was well, opening college football season. Here, here's one of the reasons why I said that McElwain's behavior was a little weird. I, I am starting to wonder if he was okayed to be there. And that's why McElwain was acting like, wouldn't even say his name. Bro, you were on staff with him, Yeah, right? Remember, McElwain yeah. was at Michigan while Stallions was involved with the program. I don't think he was hired full-time at the time, but he, for him to just call him sign stealer guy, when clearly everybody in the football world knows his name at this point, and certainly a guy who was on staff with him would have known his name. Yeah, that was weird to me. So part of me thinks that you know maybe McElwain got wind that, ah, damn it, dude, one of my analysts or one of my freaking defensive coaches got him on the sideline, and now look at what this shit has turned into. Like that—that's actually where my head went because because of we've gone through the process of getting credentialed trying to get on the field is like breaking into Fort Knox and if you're standing anywhere that you're not supposed to be they will escort you out in a hurry aggressively and without much explanation so I don't care what he's wearing if they if there's any whiff of what the hell's that person doing down here it's going to be rectified very quickly so that that was where my mind went first it's not like he 
he was there as a friend or a guest because I don't know many friends or guests that have clipboards or binders right. while they're on the sideline as well, which clearly the gentleman in the photograph has a white, you know, a white clipboard or a white binder, something that he's carrying. Uh, so, yeah, I, <laughs> I do think it's him. And I think that it lends more credibility to the fact that this guy was operating sort of on his own to try to achieve whatever his own personal ambitions were. Mm -hmm. And I, and I, but I also say that to say he couldn't have gotten where he was that night. If that's him on his own, he would have needed some help to be down there on the sideline, whether that came from folks on the Michigan side who have ties to central Michigan, which you can do that homework on your own, whether it came from folks at central Michigan who have ties to Michigan also, you can do that homework on your own. It's not completely crazy that Connor Stallions would end up on the sidelines. What is crazy is that he would end up there in disguise, wearing a <laughs> wig with, uh, you know, video uh, sunglasses. And I mean, was there anybody else on the sideline wearing sunglasses all night? I mean, it was a seven o'clock kick. I'm not really sure why you'd need them, but yeah. I know people keep saying this Danny Akey's name, guys. Danny Akey, something. Bring up a. Uh, let me find. Can can you find a picture of Danny Akey? Well, I can find him. Yeah. Listen, if it is yeah. Danny Akey, then why hasn't Danny Akey said anything at this point? Okay, I mean that. That's that, not him. I'm sorry, it's not him. Slight resemblance, maybe cool, but if not him, all he has to do is, like I said, Jim McElwain was asked directly about it at his post-game press conference last night. Do you think that if he knows that it's one of the people on his staff, he's going to refer to the person as sign stealer guy and then talk about how they're trying to figure it out, trying to get to the bottom of this. It shouldn't never have like, it makes no sense. Doesn't look a lot like him. I mean, but it's not that close. Looks looks are subjective, and I get that. Like people think all white people look the same. Correct. Is that is that what you're saying there? Uh, Who who the hell said it? Account twenty two. We just all look alike to you, don't we? Yep. We all look brother. (laughs) Listen, there's no way. (laughs) It also looks like Brandon. Someone just there is not a chance that Jim McElwain would have stepped to the podium and said what he said without first trying to verify do i know who that is on staff let me like he took a look at the picture he clearly yeah. saw it he clearly knew what was going on and when he saw it there was not a single part of him that said that's a member of my staff so he went to the podium referred to the person in the photo as sign stealer guy yes yes and said we're going to get to the bottom of it and it's not right nothing about what he said screams that that's somebody on his staff. And I'll and I want to reiterate this point. What he said on the podium is not a good look for Jim McElwain. You no, don't want to go up. Exactly. You don't want to go up and say there was some fucking stranger on my sideline recording stuff and I had no de- no idea that it was going on. That is a terrible look if you're a head coach, just like it's a bad look for Jim Harbaugh that all of this stuff was going on without his knowledge. That's but that that's we're willing to believe that that is the case that a lot of this was or all of it was happening without Harbaugh's knowledge based on McElwain's demeanor in that press conference 
I fully believe that he he didn't have any idea that it was going on, and once he found out, he was pretty upset. Yeah, I think I I don't think I'm I'm ninety five percent sure that somebody at CMU helped whoever that person is get there because there it's like small dumb details, but the coaches always match on the game yeah. day and they change week to week. Dude had exactly what he was supposed to have on. Same shirt, same hat, khakis. Apparently, the shoes may have been a little amiss. I don't know. Again, kind of going off all the weird stuff on Twitter and the screenshots and everything. But that doesn't just happen. Um, You've got to know that ahead of time. And again, Chris and I have talked about the difficulty of getting on the sidelines in the first place and then remaining on the sidelines. And while carrying equipment and clipboards and wearing sunglasses and being... I mean, dude, if you're anywhere near TV shots on the sidelines by the benches, you're supposed to be there. That's that's it. I've been on the sidelines of enough games. Chris has, too. If you are in the photos on the player bench sideline area, I'm not not talking about the end of the end zones. I'm not talking about in the corners, but where the coaches stand, you are supposed to be there and they are allowing you to be there. Yeah. There's there's no no question. just, Just from personal experience, I was down on the field at Spartan Stadium. Uh, I'm not going to mention who he was, but I saw a notable former Michigan football player oh, yeah, that's right. off of the sidelines. He was kicked off of the sidelines because he wasn't supposed to be there, escorted out of the stadium. You're talking about somebody who's a former player who didn't seem like a big deal. Overall point was the folks at MSU knew he wasn't supposed to be there and he was quickly escorted out. So again, that just speaks to Anybody who's ever worked a sideline, been down there at these games, regardless of whether it's Central Michigan, Michigan State, the University of Michigan, if you are somewhere you're not supposed to be, there will be somebody who finds you and gets you out of there. And Connor Stallions was there, uh, well, reportedly Connor Stallions, the entire evening, shoulder to shoulder with assistants. It wouldn't surprise me. In fact, I would actually expect Jim McElwain to not know about that on that game day. Head coaches are not involved in those t- those kinds of small details, like who's on the sideline, you know, with down the list. I'm talking, yeah. Chris. Uh, tell everybody how many people are on the sidelines of college football games it's, it's, <laughs> that are supposed to be there. It's the people that are supposed to be there. There's too many, and the people that aren't supposed to be there are even more. Like it's just, it's too much. There's people everywhere, but at the end of the day. When the game starts, all and of those was, people are escorted to where they're supposed to be. And I, my next follow-up question was going to be, let's let's give it a nice round number. It's way more than this, but let's say it's 100 people beyond. Oh, it's yeah. I know it's way more than that. I'm yeah. just using a nice, easy number. Tony beyond Petrosky the, knows. He's down there in the thick of it with me. Beyond the 10 on-field assistant coaches, how many of those people do you know, do you think Jim Harbaugh knows are supposed to be there or not? Uh, all of them. You think he knows they're supposed to be down there? The the people on his staff? Randoms, which is what this person would have been signed up as ahead of time. That was that was my okay, point I was okay, getting. But, okay, but maybe, if that's the case, I didn't ask that very well. If if it's a random then that that flies in the face of everybody saying, "Oh, it's it's this guy on staff and it's that guy. It's it's nobody on Central Michigan it's staff not. because McElwain would be aware of them." If it's I think random that got a guest pass and then, and everybody sort of passed it off. Like, I guess he's here, you know, with so-and-so or whatever, just didn't really think much about it. That's the only way. But again, 
He had a binder. He was standing with assistants. Like not even if you're a guest, you're typically not in that environment. Right. I think he got on the sidelines by saying he was somebody who was supposed to be there and then blended in with knowledge of what to wear and where to be. And so like, I think he was working in cahoots with somebody on staff. You and I don't have, think- to have the appropriate credential in order to get there. Like nobody's going right. to let you there without checking your, I've seen Brandon. I have seen current members of the Michigan football team of this team. Current members go through the tunnel, run on the field and the Michigan security stops them at the at the sideline and says, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! What, what are you doing? They're injured. They're not playing in the game. They don't have any. They're like, who are you? Where are you? Like, again, it's not easy to get to to be on the sideline somewhere. And so, in order for him to get there, he had to have the right equipment, the right credential, and he had to have help from somebody. It wasn't anything he pulled off go. on his own." Here's what here's like I said, I probably didn't word that very well. My point that I was trying to get to was I think somebody within the program, maybe it's one of the 10 on field assistant coaches because Connor Stans has been around college football for a while. And I believe he probably knows a lot of people at a lot of different places. I think somebody at if that is him, I think somebody at CMU got him that pass. And then he was down there and Jim McElwain had no idea about it. That's what I that's yeah. what I think. And Absolutely. I think McElwain went to the podium last night like you said, not happy because that yes. looks bad on him. It looks bad on his program. It looks bad. on it, It's just bad well, for everybody. <laughs> there you go. And Tony brings up a good point. That's another thing. McElwain pointed out. He said his name was not on any right. list on any of the passes that we gave out. So, you know, again, like you just have to, you have to sort of just listen to what's being said and understand that the people saying it specifically Jim McElwain aren't going to want to make those statements if they're not absolutely certain that that wasn't somebody who was on their staff and supposed to be there. I think the, somebody, you know, if it's an assistant coach or somebody that Connor Stallions knows and said, Hey, I need a sideline pass for such. And they, they would, what they would if be Michi- able to get it. What if it's a Michigan state plant? What if they <laughs> knew this was coming and put a Connor Stallions lookalike on CMU's sideline so that oh. later could come back and be like, see, we just leaning go further out. down the rabbit hole. Maybe I should write a report on that. Leaning out from behind stuff with the... You know what? He was doing that shit, though. Like, if you if you look at... There was one clip of, like, where the, the, play, the, the player went out of bounds. Like, come on now. The player went out of bounds, and the camera... He, he had to have known the camera was by him, and he's, like, tipping his hat down a little bit, you know, and waiting it, oh, for... Oh, I didn't see that. You didn't see that? Yeah, there's no. a play where the player runs out of bounds and the play goes right near where he's standing and he sort of tilts his head down for a while as if, yeah, you know. That doesn't look good. Because <laughs> then there, there's very clearly that one, and a lot of people are like, oh, it's doctored. It was a reflection where he like leans yeah. out in a blue light. Dude, that's, it's so obvious. That's not doctored. That's not Photoshop. That's not video editing. That's not a. That's not a pinpoint specific reflection that is, from the scoreboard. That is one. Uh, this is not an exaggeration. That is one step away from two short people in a large trench coat <laughs> and hat, like infiltrating someplace as one fully grown adult. Like that. That's the territory we're in now. Yeah, to a couple eight year olds trying to get into a rated R movie. That's where we're at right now. That's where we're at. That's where we're at. I. It just. You know, last night was <laughs> fitting that it happened on Halloween, too. I was thinking, like, I was, look, look at this costume this guy's got on out here. Like, it's wild, man. 
I just hate all of it. I hate. I every, do too. You know what though? Like, I hate it. I'm trying to love what's out there because it's. I know that it's not going away, so I'm trying to just now enjoy it and have fun with it because every turn is more ridiculous than the last. But at the end of the day, like, dude, all I wanted to do this year was watch and enjoy college football and, and watch a good team compete for a national championship. And God damn it, look at what we're talking about on a Wednesday on November 1st. Disguises, disguises, wigs, sunglasses with cameras installed in them, espionage, like manifestos. Like, I, this is not where I wanted to be, or where I ever thought we would be you know, heading into November. This was like the beginning of Michigan's final push towards winning another Big Ten championship, which, by the way, I know we haven't talked much about that. 100% convinced and believe that this team is locked in. They yeah. are not distracted by any of this shit that's going on. If you listen to the players talk, even some of the assistants talk, they're locked in. They're more than prepared for for Purdue uh, this weekend and to go try and achieve their dreams. But the outside noise about trying to shut this program down and hand down a harsh punishment before an investigation is even complete. Uh, I just find to be highly, highly irresponsible from, from prominent figures in the media, like I said earlier. And it's unfortunate, man, because I, you know, it, it just takes away so much from what this group of guys has accomplished. And I fully believe they would accomplish it regardless of whether or not Connor Stallions was part of the equation. But then you have a guy like Stephen A. Smith saying, their defense is dominant, dominant. But how much of that dominance was dependent on X, Y, and Z? And you know if they go to the college, what are we going to talk about? What are we going to do this? Somebody's got to step in and do something like just – that guy fucking drives me nuts. He yeah. drives me nuts. He's a little too animated. I get it. He's got a show to run. He's got viewers to to you know to grab, but what is there any voice of reason out there that just says like we don't really know shit right now, so let's just wait till the investigation plays out and then, and then we'll we'll make a decision there. Big time shocker, Rich Eisen said that. <laughs> well, there you go. I yeah, saw that. I saw who was it? It was uh, Bruce Feldman. Was like Feldman was pressing him. Him. He's yeah. like, okay, so you know what if what if Jim Harbaugh gets suspended? You know, pending results of the investigation, and, and Eisen was like, no, he's like. Until something happens, until there's some evidence presented that would should suggest a punishment, nothing should be done. Now, I get why Michigan took the steps that they took, but the idea that the NCAA or the Big Ten would take any steps in the absence of an investigation and completed and evidence in front of them makes zero sense to me. Why, how could you do that? Yeah. Yeah, I mean... You know, when when Stallions was first suspended, I said that that's not a great sign. Everybody jumped on my neck and said, it's with pay, dummy. It's with pay. And I'm like, well, cool. But w there's an investigation going on. You'd rather not have anybody suspended. Can you not understand the, the reasoning there? Like yeah. if, if there's an investigation going on in your house and one of the people in your family is suspended, that makes you worry a little bit. And that's now obviously so much more has come out and there's not really many people saying like, well, he's still getting paid. Cool, dude. Does Do it mean much now at this point? That's kind of the point I was making then. But for Jim Harbaugh, well, why? Why would he be suspended with pay, without pay, with a bone? Like what has he done? 
at this point. I mean, I know the bylaws say what they say, but even if you go down the ladder, nothing has been proven of any of his assistant coaches or even Connor Stallions. At we're, I was going to say, we're not even certain at this point that Connor Stallions is guilty of anything. There's no, it looks bad. There's yeah. no doubt about it. It looks bad, but there's Let no evidence yet that shows he's actually guilty of anything. Let me ask you this because there, it, you know, again, we've, we've compared the NCAA and the finding things out to like what would happen in a court of law. Now, if this were a murder case and some dude that looked just like Connor Stallions was in Mount Pleasant, all they'd have to do is go look at his phone real quick and it would be pretty easy to find yeah. out whether he was there or not. Is this, is this the kind of thing that could go to that level? Like let's just call Verizon real quick and see if he pinged off of old Isabella County. Uh, yeah, he was, he was driving right down, uh, right down mission at about six o'clock. Listen, I think it's a pretty safe bet that he was there. And I think that you also have, I mean, keep in mind the, the reason, according to the Washington post that the, this investigation even started was because an independent outside firm approached the NCAA with evidence. Right. There's no insight into who that firm was, who hired that firm, and for what reason or purpose. But certainly, if uh, they showed up to the NCAA with evidence and reportedly evidence from Michigan Electronics, I mean, dude, this thing has gotten so big and so far off course that I have no reason to believe somebody couldn't get into his phone records and figure out exactly where he was. Well, Matt. Uh, on September 1st, we got Matt Kirby chiming in there that there's no subpoena power to go after that kind of information, which may be true. I mean, this isn't, we're not talking about a crime against humanity here. So I, yeah, I don't know. I don't, that's kind of what I was asking. I mean, to what depths will they go to find out if that is him at C? Cause as well, of right we'll, now, if he just keeps, will, will a private investigative firm go? I yeah. think that's the NCAA that's can't fair. do it. But if there's a motivated outside group that's paying someone to do it, yeah, correct, yeah, they sure as hell will find whatever it is they can find. That's fair. Yeah, that that's that's a good point. It's not the same as just trying to figure out if a rule was bo broken in a a list of bylaws. So yeah, yeah. It, it, it's just it's just gotten so weird. I mean i I don't know what the next thing could or might be at this. I'm point. terrified for what else. I know. I I'm I am also, too. But I'm also kind of like <laughs> I want to read the next chapter. So I, put that, so I put that Netflix. I mean, tell me right now. Tell me right now if Netflix released it this weekend on Sunday. Are are, are you in there? It's an eight episode. Are you watching all eight back to back immediately? Yeah, I'm watching it, and millions of other people are watching it. It is the biggest sports story right now across Dude. the country. I think anybody would want to know what the hell's going on. I want to hear the, from Connor. The faded out face in the background Listen, is such a nice touch. And, and this is, this is uh, it, I'm making a serious plea here. I doubt he's listening. Uh, I know Connor. that many of you think he's currently on the show right now. That is not, in fact, Connor Stallions. But Connor, in all seriousness, if you're out there and you happen to be listening to this, would love to speak with you. Would love to hear your side of this. Would love to document it and uh, you know make something of it. Let's let's tell your side of the story because right now the narrative out there is that you're some crazy super fan who got to where he wasn't supposed to be, and your personal ambitions nearly brought down or could bring down what is potentially the, the one of the best Michigan football teams of all time. So I would imagine he's got a lot to say. Probably, presumably, 
And if that's the case, do whatever you can. Reach out. You know where to find me. What would you say if I told you a low-level staffer from the University of Michigan? Like that—that's exactly how it would start. A little thirty for thirty. I'd have, I'd have, I'd have stallions sitting out on a bench, like looking at Lake Michigan or something, just thinking about it. You know, on a on a fall afternoon. Or you know, one of those. It's like where he's he's sitting under a spotlight, and it's like B roll, yeah. and he's like, yeah, one of those. And 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 in the background, oh. you can hear. You know, just layover audio of all the different reporting from ESPN and Pete Thamel and Stephen A. Smith, all the shit that they're saying. He's looking around. He's like, I've already already made the movie in my in my mind. It's already done. I just need I just need Connor Stallions. Connor, if you're out there, please, for the love of God, reach out. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe not a Michigan shirt. Yeah, probably not. Are we good? Like you know, little little clips I, like that. Yeah, I'd have him put on. I'd have him put on the full military garb. Put it yeah. all on. You know, winged helmet patch right there. That might be. Weird. I don't know. That might not be allowed. I don't know. Let's go um, deep. let's go deep. It's crazy, dude. It is. I, I, and for those out there, I would. I I swear on my life, this was not premeditated. I was literally getting ready to like fix my hair to come down here, and it just like. I my I needed to shave. I my 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 growth was a little out of control, so I was gonna trim it down a little bit. And I was it like goatee just popped into my head, and I was like, I got that central shirt, that hat. I pieced it together in like six minutes, and I feel strongly about it. Chris, I was earlier in the show. Someone was like, they said they couldn't believe you were keeping a straight face, but this is this is a mere blip on some of the dumb shit that I try to pull off. I mean, is that yeah? Is that fair? I mean, uh, you know, I, we're two hundred shows in, folks. Like this say, is. Just- I, I I I was pleasantly uh, I was nervous when I couldn't see what was on the other side of the camera. I was pleasantly surprised to see what I saw. But yeah, I, you know, I know that we're poking light of it and making fun of it. But I do think that I am eager, very very eager to hear from Connor Stallions. Like I I want to know. I just want to know his side, and I want him to tell it unfiltered and and be forthright and truthful and, and see what comes of it. But this is just such a crazy story and every turn gets weirder and weirder that I feel like based on some of the things we've heard, he's, he's way more interesting than I ever, ever would have anticipated. I mean, this is a guy that, you know, I, I'd be down on the sidelines and I'd I'd see him walk by and kind of acknowledge each other and maybe exchange some messages here and there on, on Instagram, nothing ever in depth. It was not not like that, but nothing about him ever no. gave off the impression that he was this guy. And it's just mind blowing to me. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. And Bob, you're probably right. I mean, that's typically, but I mean, dude, if he ends nah, up getting still talk, if he ends up getting fired from Michigan, that gag order that you get when, when you step into a maize and blue uniform goes away to some degree. He'll, He'll talk, and when we sell it to Netflix, we'll make <laughs> billions, possibly trillions, if we can get it out there. I was, I don't, I'm not going to put him in the same boat as one Zach Smith from Ohio State. <laughs> no, but that dude did a lot of nefarious shit and just decided to do a podcast about it. He so just I, I'm into it. He just leaned into it. Nuts, nutty. I'm not going to. I'm like I said. This this is not on that level. That dude, you know, reportedly did a lot of really bad shit. This this is not that. But you'd be surprised. People. I mean, this is a young guy. 
This is a young guy who clearly had aspirations to climb a ladder and do some pretty big things in college athletics, whether it was at Michigan or wherever else. I mean, clearly he he was planning on it being at Michigan, but not now, now what? I mean, he's going to have to tr- come out and maybe try to explain some of this stuff if he ever wants to have a job again. Or, you know, no I mean, question. somebody somewhere is going to have an interview with him and, and he's going to, you know, if, if I'm kind if I'm Connor stallions and I'm sitting back and I'm watching this all play out and there's no way that he's just tuned out and oblivious to it and isn't aware. In fact, I know he's aware of what, what the narrative is and yeah. I know he sees a lot of it and I know he's being kept informed. I would assume it's probably killing him. And at some point, he's going to want to come out and tell his side of it. Because right now, the picture that's being painted of him, to say it's not favorable, I think would be an understatement. And that's not just from people outside the program that want to bash him. There's a lot of people that love the University of Michigan right now that are very, very angry with Connor Stallion. And as somebody who grew up a Michigan super fan, as somebody who donated years of their life to assist the program as like a volunteer. I can't imagine that that's an easy place to be. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough, man. Like I said, he's, uh, it's, it's, it's the same kind of thing that we've, that we often see in college sports. It's like this, it's this weird catch 22 where you're, you're getting talked about, but then you have literally no way, shape or form to defend yourself or explain yourself. Or now this is, this is obviously on a a bit of another level, I would say with the whole nation of sports media talking about this, this guy who's, I don't know. He's even, he's not even 30, right? He's like in his mid 20. Yeah. Late twenties. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on through his brain, but I would imagine that he would want to talk about it at some point. And, like I said, if he does get fired, there, there's no reason to, to be quiet anymore. And so Correct. I don't, I don't and know if that's the path that will, ha- that will, that will play I out. I was going to say that being said, Brandon, I, up until maybe even up until today, there was a, in my mind, a realistic possibility that he may not be fired because he may not have done anything illegal. I think at this point, regardless of what was done, how illegal it was, I can't see a scenario in the world where you keep him on staff. I just, I can't oh, see. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Feels I like wasn't, he's got to go. I was did you say, I I was reading this long message. I Did you say a couple days ago you maybe didn't feel like that? Because that's I was, where I was. I say up until last night, and I remember yeah, saying yeah, okay, okay. that I feel like if you fire him, you're almost admitting guilt. Right, you know? right. And, and that's why I was like, if he pushed the boundaries but didn't break the rules, then you keep him on staff and you learn and you move forward. But given how big this has become, how how crazy some of it is, and if that is in fact him on the Central Michigan sideline in a disguise, yeah, you got to let him go. You got to let him go. And at that point, Brandon, it's time for him to give me a call, Connor Stallions. You know how to find me. Let's do the interview. Let's do it right. I just Let's bring the story to the people. If it's not him, who the hell is it that Jim McElwain had nothing to say about it last night? That that's the thing. I just can't get past that. I can't get beyond how simple it would be to just name the guy on your staff. That even if even if he's a volunteer graduate assistant, like the head coach 
would be would be privy to that information within two minutes of that picture. Coming I don't out. think Jim Harbaugh knows Jim. every ball boy by name, but I'm certain if he was if a picture was put in front that's of what him, I mean, like, that's exactly like, what oh, I mean. Yep, I know. Like I know that dude. Like I, or, I I'm not sure what his name is, but I know that dude. Or somebody who he trusts could tell him who that is. Right. Somebody that on is, staff would be like, "Oh, that's this guy." Nobody from Central Michigan is doing that. That's Nobody. impossible. That's impossible. Right. So that's why I'm like, it's either him. Or it's some other nut job that looks just like him doing something weird. Is Mel Tucker behind this? Did Mel what? Tucker plant a Connor Stallions lookalike on the Central Michigan sideline in an attempt to bring down Jim Hart? Hold on. I got to write this article, Brandon. Give me a second. Let's check out the Michigan State staff real quick, shall we? Let's take a look at those folks. Maybe we should. Maybe we're looking in all the wrong areas. Wow, chestnut checkers right now. We just figured it out. Lose by 49. Plan a guy in week one. Somebody please get online and start going through Michigan State staff and look for Connor Stallions lookalikes. Please. It's all coming together, dude. And you know what the crazy part of it is? If this all took a turn that way, would you really be that surprised? I mean, yeah, I'd be a little surprised, but... It's not, not all that much. Right. It's not all that much weirder than what's actually happening. Ryan hiring his brother's private yeah. investigative firm. Like we're on. This is uncharted territory here. Anything is literally possible at this point. I did see a lot of Edward Norton's one of my favorite actors, and I thought when someone said that looks like Edward Norton from American History X, like two. Like, Somebody said the dude uh, Jesse from Breaking Bad. Like I, that would be the <laughs> perfect guy to play to, to to play that role in the documentary. Fire up, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. It's wild shit out there, man. I I I just didn't really know what to say. I was like, like again, it happened on Halloween. Hilarious. Soon as I saw the photo, I'm like, oh my God, that looks like him. Like, there's people who are saying it looks nothing like him. I don't know what they're seeing. Uh, that's they don't want to see true. it. Yeah. If you're saying that looks nothing like him, like you're or you're you're just, real hung up on the ears or like the goatee. I'm like, bro, I can like shave. I, said, I don't. I desperately do not want it to yeah. be him because I think it would be so much better for so many reasons if it came out and it was like, oh nope, that's not him because all these people pushing it would look like fucking idiots. But when I look at it, yeah, you just it's instinctual. You know, I feel like I have a pretty good grasp on those things, and the more I look at it, the more I'm like, yeah, I. I have actually been saying for years about my own self that I have stellar facial recognition software. I do. I recognize people from a long time ago. I don't forget faces. I'm good with names and faces. And I saw that picture. I'm like, that's him. Like, what is he doing? Again, account 22, full head of hair. I've already said that we think it's a wig. Different ears. Your ears look different when you have a wig video (laughs) sunglasses and a hat pushing down on your ears. And skinnier, uh, I don't think skinnier, so. Connor I mean, is a skinny guy. He is a skinny guy. You're, you're, and you're also looking at screen grabs from you know a live broadcast that aren't you know the who knows what angle the camera's at, whatever the case is. Like there's there's yeah, so like many the, things that can be distorted. The barstool guys take those pictures from like up here of Joe Buck right. with the head. It's like gigantic. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah, yeah. Like it, it's it, basing it, just saying no, it can't be based on the factories you mentioned. Like I think we've already gone through those. 
at length. And uh, even the way, even the way he was standing on the sidelines with the arms He's, crossed, like he does that a lot. Connor stands like that. Like I've, I know some of those little things are similar. Standing with the mouth kind of, kind of half open. You know, I've got pictures of Connor Stallion standing like that. Like it just <laughs> that's that's not him, y'all. Crazy. Well, maybe, maybe. <sighs> I don't know if we're ever going to know for sure. Uh, but. Let me, okay, I'll say this. We will know for sure, and we will know in the near future for sure. How, how I, I have zero doubt about that. How funny is how funny is it, too, that McElwain has to deal with another, like, ID somebody on photo from his old shark picture back in the day? I should have included is, that. should have included that is, like a Netflix poster. Which has now, which has now resurfaced, which I'm sure he's loving. He's probably like, "Thank God that shark photo has died, and now it just pops back up because of all this nonsense." Yeah. No, oh, uh, I, uh, I am fully like, I'm, I'm a hundred percent of the belief that it's going to be verified. That's where well, I'm at. There you go. There you go. It's the it's the taped over Nikes. I think that did it for Chris. He's a shoe guy. Dude, there are there are so many reasons why. Uh and yeah, I just uh I'm just I'm waiting how long is it gonna be? <laughs> how how long until it comes out? You're about to piss some people off, I think, right here. That's what I think is gonna happen. Well, maybe. Even even CJ who I I I almost canceled him earlier for his horribly racist comment that all white people look the same. I didn't even see that. Ban his ass. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. Sounds like um whoever is uh in that photo is hoping that's what people think. Sign stealer guy? <laughs> Sign stealer guy is like we all look the same. <laughs> Can you imagine being a head coach in front of the media and having to utter the phrase sign stealer guy? All right, let's we'll start to we'll start to look at this look right here. The the true goatee. Wow. I wish wow. I was I wish I was in the 90s, dude. I can't grow a beard to save my life. Goatee is on point. On point. Goatee is it? Man. Um yeah, anyway, I mean, we will be back on Friday, and it'll be a much more, uh, I mean, barring some, I don't even know. I don't even know what could happen at this point. I was going to try to make a joke, and it was probably going to fall flat because it's not even enough. Like, I don't Is even there know. even any? We'll, we'll, we'll try to talk. We'll try to pivot. Pivot towards yes. uh, Friday. Shout out Chandler Bing. Ch towards Purdue. R.I.P. Chandler Bing, Matthew Perry, R.I.P. Bob Knight. I saw somebody put that in the yeah. comments just now that he he passed. today. I think that was right. Listen, I was never a big Friends fan. Don't like don't watch the show, but that one hit me kind of hard because I felt it's like that's from my generation era for sure. Yeah, you dude. know, like it, you see, you start to see people like that go, and you're like, "Fuck, man!" Like I big know he friends, was young, but big friends guy, big friends watcher have done multiple friends quizzes just for fun. Just to see, like I watch this show a lot. It's on reruns every day, like working from home. You, you kind of settle into a routine, dude, friends, TBS, you just let it run. Always I'm kind of I'm a Seinfeld guy. I love Seinfeld too. I feel like I could do just as well on a quiz there. Always, uh, always kind of thought of myself as a nice little blend of Ross, Joey and Chandler, you know, Ross, scientist, like, young son. 
Nickel Daughtry, uh, Creed Hinderback Daughtry, Creed Hinderback Daughtry, a little bit of Chandler, same Chandler, quick witted, quick to make a joke. Joey, I mean, clearly, <laughs> you know what, you know why it's Joey. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, that, yeah, I, I'm with you. When I saw that, I was like, damn, dude, that's crazy. Like, yeah, because he was what, 54 years old and, mm. he, you know, had, had, uh, struggled with stuff and, Seems to be a bummer of a way that he went. I don't know if all the details have been released, but yeah, it sucks, dude. It's yeah. When you, when you grow up watching somebody like that on TV all the time and the reruns are still on all the time too, it's weird. I don't, I don't think I can say I really. We've taken a turn toward the Matthew Perry discussion portion. Well, we're coming, we're coming down the, I don't want to laugh at that, but uh, we're coming down the home stretch here. And, uh, I was oh what I was we're gonna come into we're going to plan on Friday show being normal Friday show the segments the predictions all the stuff that we normally do uh yeah Raymond I did it was uh, at the base of Mount Tibidabo I believe uh, backpacking across Western Europe um anyway yeah I uh, I plan to have the regular segments lined up for the show on Friday and then again I was gonna make a joke about unless Connor Stallions does X Y I don't even know what joke I don't even know a punchline. At this point, I'm out of punchlines. So, yes, you're going to be able to maybe call me stupid on Friday. That's part of the plan. And then we'll talk, you know, we will talk um, Purdue a little bit. Michigan's expected to destroy them. Again, another 30-plus point favorite. We'll talk to, uh, talk to um, uh, Grant Newsom and uh, Jesse Minter today. And, oh, dude, you could just tell people wanted to pepper Minter with so many questions because he's – I I would I think you would agree, Chris. He's the guy. I feel like that's most tied to all of this of the Michigan staff. Stallions was certainly next to him a lot, and even and yeah, and just get just giving how you know Michigan was able was to ask about Connor Stallions at all. Not today, not today, because again we, we got the company line before he even started talking from Dave. You know, again, you what's what's your experience in working with him? Yeah, and, no, I and, and and that that I think is just it's weird, and and I hate myself that I didn't ask it on Monday when Harbaugh was at the podium. But I just think it's weird that nobody's asked. Just what do you think of the guy? Yeah, I. I, I do think that question would be would be on limits in terms of they would be able to answer it because that doesn't have anything to do with the investment. Right. They're not going to. They're just right. going to be like, well, you know, they're going to give the they're going to they're going to skirt the question under the guise of it's it's part of the investigation. When really I know you can't not. talk about the investigation and this really has nothing to do with that. Can you right. just tell me in your time working with him? What kind of guy was he? Yeah. I, I know Is they he, wouldn't say they wouldn't answer, but I, I could revoke my revoke my press. <laughs> Get the you hell could out. you could just see people were people were trying to do stuff like that. They were tiptoeing around asking directly about the investigation and then trying to. Let's say you had a guy next to you, hypothetically speaking. <laughs> well, like somebody asked Minter. Because I think an article recently came out where a bunch of Big Ten coaches were talking about Michigan, and that's why they've been able to do this, and that's why they've been able to do that. And somebody asked Minter, how does that make you feel now that your peers think you're only good because of yeah. this? Like, that's a pretty good question, in my opinion. He didn't really even answer that one either. He actually said, he's like, I'm pretty sure I read the same article you're talking about, and, you know, we're focused, and he, you know, he gave all the, all the, uh, all the cliche answers, but, it, it, yeah, I would be interested to hear a lot of stuff like that. 
you know, the, the background on Connor and how often were you working with him? And I mean, that one might be a little specific, but yeah. What would you say was specifically his best skill set? Yeah. Uh, well, we think we got a pretty was, good idea what that was. He was real good at. That dude could wear a wig like nobody. Yeah, he, he was, man, he was good at costume parties. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think uh, I think of all the coaches, like Minter has been the one that seems to have been by him the most, maybe benefited from whatever he was reportedly doing the most. In ter- you know, like just how good Michigan's been after halftime for two years now under Minter. You can't help but be like, bruh, uh, is that why? You know, he's by you a lot. You can see him saying stuff to you right before you say something like there's vi- that 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 doesn't mean guilt. But like it ju- when you start to stack all of these things together, he would be the one that of all of the- like you're definitely going to want to ask mentor questions about it more than Jay Harbaugh or right. Grant Newsom. It's not even close. And I, and I think more than Sharon Moore as well. I think mentors kind of the guy that you would say maybe would be the most connected to some of this stuff, which sucks because I. I've had, I've just thought he's been incredible. And, it, you know, like we said, even if Michigan is found to have done no wrong, like that black cloud's going to kind of hang over whatever he's done and whatever the defense has done for, you know, for however long. I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I wonder about that too, Chris, because, you know, like if Michigan does go on to win the whole thing, or even if they make it to the championship, like that's obviously a really good season. Like does, does winning even one game in the playoff and not winning the whole thing. And then if they do maybe win the whole thing, does it make this kind of quiet down or is this like, I actually a had, while? I had this exact conversation with somebody earlier and I flat out said that the only way to make me okay with any of this is they have to win it all. Win it all. If they come yeah. up even one game short, you go and win the big 10 championship. Great. You make it to the college football playoff. Awesome. You win the semifinal game. Phenomenal. You lose the national championship game. And all of this shit that that's happened now, people are going to say that's why they're going to say that's why it's going to be a constant narrative talking point against Michigan. And the only thing that will get me through it, Brandon, (laughs) I said said, a a good portion of my happiness hinges on whether or not Michigan wins a national championship this year. They got to go out and they have to capitalize and they have to do it because anything short of that, is going to amplify and magnify all of the stuff that we're currently talking about. Yeah, I mean, it's only been one game so far. Obviously, not not nearly enough. And Michigan State is not a good football team this year. But they they, they can't they can't bark those excuses after that forty nine to nothing win. So it just it gets amplified. Every better team they play, every level they make it to, like you just outlined. You be, okay? You got Penn State, Ohio State. You beat both of them when you know now that no sign stealing is going on and none of that crap is happening, you beat both of them. All right. Well, cool. Good team. Win the big 10 championship, win the first round of the, win the whole damn thing. It it will quiet the crowd a little bit, but I just wonder what that, what that looks like after the fact. Listen, I know this is a nightmare scenario, but I also talked uh, on Monday with somebody about this. Uh, at, at no point in my mind, have I ever thought that Michigan was going to lose to Ohio State this year? Mm-hmm. Never. It's never really crossed my mind. But since this has all happened and come out, I just can't think of like a worse nightmarish image. Oh, that if it happens, Jesus if it happens in Ann Arbor, Ooh. like I know everybody talks about 
Ohio State is a must-win game. Every time you step on the field with the Buckeyes, yeah. it's a must-win game. I can't think of a more must-win scenario. Yes, for your Big Ten championship hopes. Yes, for getting the college football playoff, having a chance to play for a national championship. The Michigan Wolverines have to win that game. They that. have to win that game. You lose that game in Ann Arbor. Optically, it's 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 optically it's bad. The Buckeyes will have a flag ready to plant in the block M. You better believe it. And the optics of everything will be see, you couldn't get it done because you couldn't cheat. Like right. they have to win. And and that is now the pressure that is on this group of Wolverines for the remainder of the year. Ryan Day does another Herb Dean impression. We we beat Michigan. We were tough. Yeah, be bad, dude. Shit. Yeah. I don't even want to think about it. We're going to go back to New York and Michigan and Indiana. (laughs) That being said, that being said, now that I painted sort of a nightmarish scenario, (laughs) I still think it's Michigan by 30. So, wow, 30. It's not been far off of that. Well, let's put it this way. And this is what I said on Monday. Uh, Michigan is objectively better this year, and Ohio State is objectively worse. And Michigan went into their building oh. last year and beat them by 23. Real so quick. Well, reason in the world to believe that it's going yeah. to be at least a, a 20, 23 plus point win again. I did say Herb Dean's the freaking ref for the UFC, isn't he? I said Herb Dean. It's Howard know. Dean. <laughs> Thank you, Blake name. Appreciate that. I like actually making mistakes like that. They make me laugh. Real quick, we'll close on this because it's not that big of a deal. It's obviously going to play out on the field, whatever, whatever. Ohio State, number one in the playoff rankings. Didn't see that coming. I know they've got the two top 10 wins, the, the road win against Notre Dame, the the win against uh, Penn State, but I, I don't know. I I saw it, and I was like, I'm surprised by that because Ohio State just has not looked very good, but I, I guess resume-wise and where they're at and their record and the wins, okay, but then you got Michigan at three, uh, still sitting behind Georgia. People are saying Georgia, Michigan, pretty similar. Haven't really played anybody yet, but Michigan's been the most dominant team of all of the teams. I don't think that's really arguable at this point. So I don't know. Did you? What do you think, Chris? I mean, like I said, no, it doesn't matter, like literally at all right now. But you know, it's a talking point. Uh, I feel like no, it doesn't matter because t- to me, the only thing that matters is whether or not Michigan gets in, and if they continue to win out, that they're in, they control their own destiny. That being said. I do think putting Michigan or Ohio State at number one certainly leaves the door open to once again another one loss Ohio State team backing their way into uh to the college football playoff and you know we'll we'll see what happens from there. But I yeah. you know, the games that I thought Ohio State was gonna lose this year, they haven't lost. Yeah, and even fair. though they haven't looked overly impressive in my opinion. Uh, they're still winning. They're still getting it done. They're number one in the in the playoff rankings, and it just feels like uh, everything is going to boil down to that game on November twenty fifth for Michigan for for a whole host of reasons. And and, and yeah. I already went through them, but that game is probably the most important game that Michigan will play um, in a in a very long time. Yeah, I mean, it could end up being. Yeah, I mean one, two, or one, three, or whatever you know, whatever it is, and then for all the other reasons, the scandals going on right now, and the implications for the playoff and the Big Ten, like yeah, it's it's as big as it could possibly be at this point, unless one of them stumble, which we don't, I don't see happening. So, well, there you go. 
Another hour in the books. Another hour in the books. Connor out. I almost feel like this is this has become a a true crime podcast over the uh, over the last week here. Like we're basically true crime people now. Do you think I could go steal a pizza? I don't know if you could steal it, but I know you could eat it. <laughs> strong, strong response. <laughs> That's what I want to do. That's what I want to do. All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to a couple of dinks. We say it every time. We love you. We appreciate it. And, uh, dude, like 400 people just watched me dress like this and you and I talk about a guy it's great. It's great. wearing a wig on the sidelines at a CMU game. It's as Crazy. good as it gets. Crazy. We'll be back on Friday. Talk a little bit more Purdue. Obviously, if any more news comes out, we'll be back on this. You guys can continue to ask us anything you want as we go through this kind of weird little time. Uh, didn't know it was going to be like this come week 9, 10, 11, and 12, but here we are. So we'll be back on Friday, 7 o'clock, same bat channel, same bat time, and we'll see what we're talking about by then. Take care.